0: This episode of the Pursuit Podcast is presented by Fisher Skis. We're going, Telecraw. This is it. Of, we're we're yeah. we're on. I'm going to hit record in this corner. Why is my light flickering? I'm going to have a seizure during this. It's going to be great. I don't
1: know. Mine just looks like it all just got darker too, but whatever.
0: What's happening? Yeah. That's all right. No one needs to see our faces. Telecraw yeah. uh, in the house. I, yeah, we're doing this. Um, How you doing? Wow! <laughs> wow! All right, <laughs> let's get right into the tele. Give me a Telecraw update.
1: All right, quick telecraw update. I'm here with my boy, Mr. Adam X. He recently sued the company formerly known as Twitter because they're stealing his logo, cramping on his style there. Uh, And you know, you just can't be doing that in this day and age. Uh, So yeah, how you doing? Uh, We're out here. I'm in Washington State. You're in New York State, opposite sides of the country. And yeah, that's how we doing. It's October. We're talking about skiing. It's about to be ski season. It's 75 degrees outside due to global warming. (laughs) <laughs> and uh yeah, you know ski season is approaching every day. every day. it gets a little bit closer.
0: Where did you come from?
1: Uh, I came from Seattle. Where did Telly Craw come from? Just though?
0: in like your whole existence. I mean, this is the most. Uh, I don't care where you were born. but like, I feel like you just came out of nowhere on the internet and was just like, I'm Telly Craw. Here I am. I'm important. I'm funny, I care about things, and you should care about me.
1: Dang, that is a great question. And I'm gonna, I have, uh, have to follow that up within a second. I wanna know where you found Telecraw. Um, first, <laughs> Telecraw all got started for Kings and Queens of the Heel, which is a film edit competition run by Colo, an organization out of Colorado, uh, some of my dear friends. Uh, and they had a challenge that was the influencers in the wild challenge that was start an Instagram and make 10 posts. And I think it was 500 points. Uh, so yeah, I, 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 bit straight from Telly Maddie and went with Telly Craw and, uh, yeah. And then I, somehow we all started saying, how you doing? Shout out Joey B. Um, he's one of my favorite snowboarders, probably my favorite snowboarder. So he says, how we, or how you doing, we say how we doing, I don't know. Um, And then it just kind of progressed from there. I started doing telecraw updates because like for a while, for that season, it was like COVID year. And just our mountain was like not opening every lift every day due to staffing. We weren't even necessarily getting like daily weather updates on. So I would just get on the hill. I was patrolling at the time. I'm up there every single day, all winter. And I would just do, hey, quick telecraw update it's snowing come ski <laughs> and just like broadcast that to my like you know couple hundred people following at the time and then it just kind of went from there I started making a lot of tele internet friends and then I ended up doing this crazy five or six week long road trip through the west skiing like 16 different resorts and I would just find telly skiers on the internet in the area and just kind of pester them to be my friend and then sleep on their couches and It was ultimately successful. I slept in my car one night, that entire road trip, uh, like out of my own decision of like, I want to go camping for a night. That's (laughs) pretty impressive. Uh, Telemark skiers, man, they're a friendly bunch. They are not like all fun skiers. Some are a friendly bunch. Well, the ones under (laughs) 45, maybe pretty friendly.
0: uh, This is going to be such a telemark episode and I don't want it to be what it has to be. No,
1: I mean, there's a, I mean, you wouldn't, know me or it never have me on your ha- podcast otherwise, unfortunately.
0: Why also you just so you know, this is this is the same thing I did with CJ. You represent all of Telemark for the next hour. Yeah. Anything yeah. you say is the is the spoken the word the word. So yeah. it's all the weight is on Telecross shoulders at this moment.
1: It's the weight of the world. It luckily it's not very heavy.
0: <laughs> what why are they so Is passionate the right word? Why do they care so much? So, like, I tele-skied for a long time. I was a telemark skier. I still do secretly. But, like, that was it. I didn't own Alpine stuff. But, like... I don't. Part of why I stopped telemark skiing is because I, I didn't want to be a part of this cult anymore. Like, I didn't care. I didn't want to go skiing at, like, some weird resort and, like, have people talk to me i didn't i like and i get it you just did this trip or you did a trip and like that you're to the opposite but i'm like i don't i just don't why do people care so much about telemark skiing why are they so passionate about it
1: i mean it's fun
0: everything's fun
1: i know it's weird. I think it's just a bunch of weirdos kind of having free expression is definitely one of the things I'm going to get a lot of heat for this. Uh <laughs> It's and I don't I think everybody should try it. I don't think I think the bits about it being like the more inconvenient and like I think it's a more convenient way to travel on snow. I think it uh makes more sense anatomically than alpine bindings. I think there's been some studies that show that it is like not inherently more dangerous than alpine skiing, especially not if you're on a tech system, which too many people ski in bounds, but I also think the gear is more accessible than you think.
0: Well, of course it's, it is. It's 30 years old. Shop, you get yeah, it at a garage years old. You sale.
1: shop in America. I mean, I I got my first setup was I think 20 or $30, like all done deal, get out the door, ready to Like Uh, why are they so passionate about it? I don't know, man. I don't know. And it's a weird thing that I'm incredibly passionate about, but I've only been doing it a couple years, but it's like pretty much, I don't know. It's a lot of my mental energy is just thinking about telly. Do you think,
0: do you think you'll ever go back?
1: I don't think so. I got on a snowboard last year. My girlfriend's a snowboarder. She's a tele skier now, but snowboarder. She
0: owns tele gear.
1: She only brought her tele gear when we went to (laughs) JP. Her family was like, excuse me, who is this man and what are those skis?
0: That's amazing.
1: (laughs) Amazing. But I like the snowboard. I think I would like to get competent on a snowboard because I I do – resonate with the idea that for a massive untracked bottomless pow field like a surf like apparatus whether it's a snow shark or a surfboard snowboard i i'm curious about that
0: yeah i mean also snowboarders skid their turns instead of telemark skiers exactly so it's kind and of i was idea. i
1: was what was i i was fire on my toe side but just could not heel side turn at all yeah like i could Drop my knees into the hill, but then like couldn't balance my weight at all. The other
0: direction. <laughs> yeah, you have to trust it. You don't have like you have to go back. It's
1: got to go back.
0: Which sounds stupid, but like leaning back is not a thing that most humans do on a daily. No. And like truly not. trust that your heel edge is gonna hold.
1: Yeah, alpine skiing though, I don't really foresee a world. I don't tour enough. Like I'm trying to get more into the backcountry this year. But, I mean, you know the deal. I got some of those Scarpa F1s with the bellows from back in the day that are, like, uh, so, like, you can tell either so lightweight. Uh I don't know. I'm going to ride a demo, the new Volet, uh T- the Transit TTS, and uh some of the fish scale skis. I want to try their V6 BC this year. So, I've got a buddy in Seattle with a demo fleet of volley stuff. So, that's – hopefully, I'll be in the backcountry. But, yeah, I don't see me, like, going back to – alpine skiing really and i don't think like even like a catastrophic injury i don't think that alpine skiing would ever be the like better option i don't think so
0: i said that before there yeah
1: what made you you just you just didn't want to be part of the cult anymore or you no. just wanted to go lightweight uphill faster
0: a lot light. of uphill mm-hmm. that's definitely part of it like when you're doing big days and i know someone will argue me and like sure you can do it you can do it with, like. People did it with, like, mohair and, like, old cow hides Woodies. and, like, great. Yeah, you can, sure. Yeah. But, like, when I'm 230 already and out of shape and then on heavier gear and then my buddy who's 130 and, like, fits in, like, a mammoth small <laughs> pant and has lighter gear and has better cuff art. Like, so, to me, it was a lot of equipment. No um, part two of that is skiing made me a way better alpine skier interesting so that was cool like I just like you just have to understand its angles telemark's all angles and you have way more pivot points so like once totally. you really understand that like bringing that in alpine made me way better so that was cool uh you get so much more power out of Alpine and that is genuinely not a shot at telly. It's just a different, like your heels right. locked. You have more. Yeah,
1: you you can push with your whole foot instead of just your. The, front yeah, like foot. it's
0: just what it is. So you get like this. It's just a totally different experience. Uh, some good, exactly. some bad. But I'm also a gear snob. Like I'm, I got so sick of not being able to get anything new, which is like, Sarpa,
1: please.
0: But, like, that's, like, there's one brand that can save this sport. like It's wild. But it's also, it's Telemark Skier's fault. And I've said this before. Scarpa's going to come out with a new boot. It's going to happen. They are. I've
1: seen it.
0: Yeah, it exists. Like, will we see it this winter at shows? We might see it at shows. We might, like, it sounds like they're ready to put it out. I'm going to go on that Facebook forum and I'm going to copy it and I'm going to screenshot it and I'm going to send it to everybody on the internet. And every one of them is going to have something stupid to say about it. And they're not going to buy it. it. And then they're going to wonder why no one creates new things. Ford makes new trucks every year because people buy new trucks every Every year. year. So like you have to, you, it can't just be like, if you want this board to succeed, you have to support it. You have to support all of them. You have to support Meijo. You have to support 22designs. You have to support Bishop, Scarpa. I don't know if there's, am I missing? Crispy's still making a boot. Like if you don't support, right. But like, those are easy to support then. Most people have two to three skis. So like you can put three different binding companies on. You can support them. You can buy new things. You can buy parts and fix them, which is even cooler. But buy the parts from the company so they can exist.
1: Yeah. Like, it's I- uh, yeah, it's pretty crazy. I, yeah, sat down on a call with Bishop last week talking about a position with them. And it's just, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a hard, weird. We've kind of backed ourselves into this corner of like one the gear that was built in the nineties was built to such a degree of quality that like people can still safely ski it. Well, and it's,
0: it's fixable. It's, it's a, repa- re- you could-
1: it's home repairable. There's no, yes. no DIN. there's no ISOs. There's no international anything, <laughs> man. What do you think about this? Adam interjection here real quick. We can get back into the business side of things. I had somebody in a forum the other day, tell me that after, Five to eight years, skis should not be skied on anymore due to the plastics and the resins and epoxy breaking down and leading to a chance of just catastrophic failure at any moment when you're skiing those skis. Because I just, I laughed in telemark. Like, I don't, I ski a pair of 193 K2L Caminos.
0: Yeah, I mean, sure. Yes. Like, take a two by four brand new and flex it. For the next 10 years, like it's gonna be different. It will like a hundred percent. Catastrophic failure, I don't know what happens in brand new skis. Exactly sometimes you get lucky and skis just last. Is it I think the binding is more dangerous than the ski. If the if the ski fails, you're probably fine. If your binding fails, not really in Telemark, but like Alpine, your binding fails, like your knees are gone.
1: Your knees are gone, and potentially that ski is careening down the hill at like 200 miles an hour into the learning area.
0: Right, which could happen with a pullout on telly. But, like, it, oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, that person's right, but like, that's
1: just a, I'm like, you're on a like used skiing forum. Like, we're buying and selling used skis. Like, yeah, buyer beware, everything's sold as is. Like, if right. you don't want to buy, and I was trying to sell a pair of like new unused Rossi fish scale skis from like, maybe 2014 like
0: yeah not drilled they're probably fine they've never had water exposure i mean people just like i mean i do it too but i just don't think it matters that much like houses are 100 years old and they're still standing is the structural integrity different than the day it was built arguably (laughs) yes but like it's they're still standing like it's not So I don't know if it was drilled properly and like they put epoxy and or wood glue in the holes and there's no water damage should be fine. Should be fine.
1: Um, Anyway, I was (laughs) thinking about it listening to the aliens uh, podcast last night though, that as somebody who is a relentless proteal fiend and like does not pay retail for anything on principle, the day that that scarpa boot drops, no matter my financial situation, El Credito Cardo is coming out <laughs> directly. I want it. Scarpa website, DTC. I'm not buying it through a retailer. They get the margin on it. First time, $900, charge it.
0: Paying Whatever. retail. I've said it on the record and I'll say it again. I will, I can,
1: I'll buy I can that go boot. On Expert voice and get it.
0: Yeah, I'm buying that boot. I will have it. Uh, I will have it. Part of me is because I can't talk shit if I don't have it. Right. um it's just like i feel like i can't talk shit on telemark unless i can do it i can precisely sorry which is
1: half of <laughs> i feel like anybody who's ever talking shit about telemark skiing which i think we kind of concocted all ourselves i don't think alpine skiers care about us literally at all no. uh but the ones who do it's like man just go try it get proficient at it challenge yourself ski a green slope they're like no i gotta go drop the NAR. ski the gnar shit you're like Dude, it's
0: raining. Yeah, like, I get, I get it. And like, Telemark is really phone. big where we are, because where I am, because we've got 800 to 1,000 foot of vertical. So that was a lot yeah, of why I tried it. It was like, and I have a ski shop that supports it and that sells all of it. And they have a,
1: who is it? It's the City, City Garage.
0: Garage, the City Garage, Charlie. um, in Ellicottville, New York.
1: Charlie's drinking that regular
0: hot coffee right now. Regular guys. hot coffee, you gotta. Um, but so it's like we have telestock. It's yep. once it's the last Friday in February every year and it's just peace love and Telemark skiing. It's not everyone has all these festivals. they do all these things. Ours is a shit show. but like people come skiing, they go Telemark skiing, they try it. they bring out all their old shit. We do a leather and and lace afternoon delight where we all pull out our old old stuff and go slow down the really
1: hill. Slow. Holy God, uh, that's crazy.
0: But like, it's really neat. But it's just it's like this. My favorite thing. I don't know where we're going, but my favorite thing about all of it is when I'm on the internet and I'm talking shit on it, which is just my bit. But. People are like, you gotta try it. You can't talk shit just because you can't do it. That guy in that photo rips, and I'm like, I'm the guy in the photo. That's me.
1: Like you skiing backwards in Colorado on the bishops with CJ. It's like that was one of my favorite clips of last season. Which was just like this sport is so stupid. Why would anyone do it? And you're like in a whole posse of people going backwards on television. There's a kid passing like, me backwards
0: people think Just, i flipped the video yeah they oh, yeah. they like Jabber's still convinced that i'm not going backwards he's it's, like no that's photoshopped like you flipped think it and Switch i was like
1: telly is like one of the cooler styley things you can do for it. sure but, i think it is
0: but, like, you don't think I would have that mastered secretly in my lab before I talk shit on it? Like, of course I'm going to go practice that and know how to do it and show up at World Telemark Day and talk Man shit. Of like- Man
1: of dignity. Man of dignity. Not just one of those other podcasters that just talks shit and doesn't know anything. About oh,
0: no. I'm secretly in my lab training.
1: Training. You're I- on the, the telemaniac. Have you seen the telemaniac before? Uh-uh. Pull that up on YouTube real quick, dude. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to. Okay. It's an gonna... exercise machine that was briefly made in the early 2000s, and they have this really – it's just rollers that you can just teleski ski just back and forth on, and it's what we would play on the film tour, like when the projector's turned on and people are, like, just showing up, and it's just this buff dude.
0: Oh, this guy's yoked.
1: He's yoked, and at one point he gets the barbell on his shoulder. That's what I'm looking weight. at yeah (laughs) we can't find one if anybody listening to this has one in their basement or knows somebody who's got a telemaniac let me know patent pending i'll i'll pay anything to get my hands on a telemaniac i work an office job all summer if i could be teleskiing in the office
0: i don't want it if i find this i'm (laughs) buying it and destroying it so there's none left and then i'm going to destroy all the photos
1: Oh my God. I found those line blades with the grind plate on them.
0: Yeah, weapons. I'm mad. I want them.
1: I know. That was my life. They went to the Blade Brigade and their quiver killed for 22 designs. So next time you're in Colorado, they'll slap binders on them for you and you can go. I'm
0: going to trade them. Who's got them? Colin?
1: Colin's got them. Yeah, Blade Brigade. Shout out the Blade Brigade. He doesn't deserve them. I'm good at not shouting out too many people so far.
0: It's fine. fine. You can shout out anybody anybody you want. I don't care. Uh, Colin doesn't yeah. deserve them. Those were like created with the day he was born. He doesn't even know the history of them. I do have line Mike Nick Pro ski boards with uh, Black Diamond O ones on them. Nice. So I own two pairs of tally skis at this point. I've sold everything. I've got Vole B six uh, or V six back BCs with a TTS with, binding.
1: With the TTS on it. The old
0: one, not the new one.
1: Right. You like them?
0: It's so much fun. It's my only yeah. tell you because like preseason where just, like <laughs> I just run around and like I yeah, just like stoked. I can go do like little mole hills and like you can go to like it's like pow surfing like you don't have to yeah. like putting skins on to go up like a Dumb. like 300 foot of vertical like you can just go like a Walmart with a hill and like run around. And just get these little lines. I don't even lock the heel. I just lean back and make little shush turns and then rock, run right back up.
1: Dude, I got a pair of the Marquettes too. Dude. I'm going to get get on those this year. Have you tried it? No, I haven't yet. And there's hills all around here and on my drive up to the pass, like power lines that I've just been looking at for years. Like those- That is a
0: whole nother sport. It's an individual sport on its own. Um, it's not telemark skiing. You're not going to bend your knee when you turn. You're going to sit no, back like you're here. sitting on a chair. You're going to put your feet as close as you can, and you're just going to poke and no shuffle. You're just going to swizzle down that thing. Your hips are going to be moving all over the place, and the second you lean forward, you're going to tomahawk.
1: For those of you listeners who are have no idea what we're talking about...
0: Weird Foothill Guy. Just Google weird it. Weird Foothill
1: Guy. Just look it up on Instagram. Yeah, Weird Foothill Guy. Don't do it if you're driving a motor vehicle and listening to this podcast. Sure you are. <laughs> um yeah so i got those that'll be fun all What's right, not talk what else can we talk about that's not telemarks no no we're Is talking about if
0: you google weird foothill guy it just goes to alex kaufman like immediately that like him? there's a that's his name yeah yeah he's a, his name he's an east coaster he's a friend i can yeah i can i can say his name
1: he's sent, he's, sent, he's one of the reasons dude <laughs> i i can't I really can't even talk too much about Scarpa and the state of the telemark industry, because I'm so passionate about just making my friends try telemark that like he sent me a huge box full of out or full of target parts. Yeah. Like I, I loved that CJ had in the Kings and Queens rules this year. You got bonus points. If there are no G three targets in your whole video. Yeah. I love death to them. And like, I mean, I would, it, I wasn't stoked to set my girlfriend up on G3 Targets last year, but like I did it. And now she's a skier and bought NTN gear used, but bought it. That counts. Yeah. I got a whole bin full of 75 millimeter gear and I just show up and there's always a lifty who like doesn't have skis.
0: Yeah. Maybe doesn't
1: even know how to ski. And you're like, well, if you're going to learn anyway, like these are free. Do you want
0: them? Here, let me ruin your life.
1: Exactly. Forever. There's a consignment store in the Valley. Colchuk consignment. Shout out. They got great <laughs> tele footwear selection there.
0: It's. it's I sent a box. It's probably like 24 by 32 to the brim of G3 parts to my buddy, Chris Haas. Good. He's the best telemarks gear I've ever seen in my entire life. I will battle him against anybody. Like, he's not going to huck like cork nines but he'll bury you in anything this guy like is great he is like the definition of Telmark. he went to a vice too stiff it's too much for him he went back to g3 like and i can't even be mad because this is like if you knew him you'd be like holy like this guy is pure grace pure style he rides a hard tail at downhill mountain bike parks like he's that guy which is the same that's what you guys are And like, sometimes I get it, but other times I'm like, maybe we could just evolve. I don't know.
1: Okay. So like on that, with this new age of telemark coming and stuff, why are people so passionate about telemark and stuff? It's so user specific. It's so like you have, I mean, how many Alpine skiers get a new pair of skis and want aside from pivots, everybody loves their pivots, but like, two side-by-side Alpine bindings together, 99% of the population isn't going to be able to tell the difference between those two. They're set to eight, they're going to release at an eight. Yeah,
0: but now boo that, because there's like there's more than three SKUs. Of course everyone knows telemark bindings, there's only three telemark bindings.
1: Well, yeah, but like, people no, are passionate and... about the way the binding performs. Don't Get bullshit it? me. <laughs> yes i was hoping you'd have the sounds (laughs) okay okay you're right that's fair but it's crazy that people are like nope that new stuff man too stiff i need it like if i could just use rubber bands that's what i'd use yeah yeah, i was thinking about that i don't know because it comes to a
0: safety point it comes to safety like leather I've got some Tua's with some uh, leather boots and I don't even know the binding, but it is so loose and it's amazing, but like you can't keep up with modern
1: stuff. it's just a different. I got some 217 Fisher XCDs with a Vole releasable Vole 3-pin, which is just terrifying. The whole binding comes off the ski. Oh, I know. Yeah. So we've got got a guy here.
0: Anthony is his name. He takes that Vole releasable plate and then puts bishops on him. He's an engineer and a psychopath. Um, put Makes his own TTS bindings, like pin tech bindings. Makes his own. He has 22 designs on the Vole plate. He is like, he's an engineer. What's his Instagram? He doesn't have it. He's just like an That's old. It. It's all that weird shit that I post is his.
1: Yeah, Every I mean, time. And that's like the crazy thing too. I would say there's such just an unrepresented portion of the Telemark community that just has no social media, doesn't engage, doesn't have an organization, is the only skier at their hill. When they see another skier, they don't even think twice about it. That's just like- Those are crazy.
0: my guys. Those are my people, curmudgeons. And
1: they're just, you see them, yeah. When I've been like out traveling and like I go buzzing in on one at a hundred miles an hour and I'm like, what's up, telly? And they're just like-
0: "No." That's me. Who are you? And
1: like one day, like, yeah, one day their G threes are going to break and they're going to be like, I don't even know who to get new ones of these from. So I guess I'll just buy Alpine skis then. And like, that is just,
0: and then it's that over. Got. It's amazing. When he's got open. a new, he has a new Pinto binding and I have a pick and he's like, I was going to post it. And he's like, don't post it. Cause he's like, it's just, it's in his lab, dude. So he's got some top secret shit coming out, but he's just, he does it for him. I don't know. I love him to death. It's great. All right, let's work. There's
1: swerve. somebody on Instagram who's like casting their own carbon fiber resin tech binding. Oh right now. no! Please yeah, let it's me great. get
0: them so they can fail.
1: Right. It's a little. yeah. Right. Crazy. But I don't know. Chasing uh,
0: uh Let's get into what do you want to talk about? I, I have your list, which is great because you made your own list for this podcast and I didn't, so, which is even better. Um, I want to talk about. Well, let's talk about this film tour. Because yeah, this is like what we should this. actually talk about.
1: Yeah, let me pull it up so I get the dates right.
0: It's official. You're going.
1: Yeah, I bought a ticket. I'm flying to Colorado on the 2nd of November, linking up with CJ and Brian and the rest of the Telecolo crew. And the Denver premiere is the 3rd. Let me pull it up so I can give you the details. If you are in the Front Range area, in November, come through the 14er Brewing Company on uh, the 3rd of November. That's the first date. I don't know, probably six-ish, something like that. Come grab a beer, maybe a bite to eat, grab some merch. And then from there, we'll probably have, He's, I think he's booking right now, some like Summit County shows. So for all my Colorado heads, maybe FOCO, I don't really know exactly. I'm from Washington State, Colorado. It's where my dad's from, but I don't know how it all works out there as much. <laughs> heat out there it's great but it's a little bit over my head uh then we're going to be in salt lake city on the 10th um, at templin family brewing it's 21 and up they have an amazing space for us there that was a really fun stop last year then the very next day this is where the film tour starts getting fun uh the very next day we'll be the 11 11 11 at sawtooth brewing in sun valley that's a really fun one they do a whole gear swap like kind of the craziest tele gear swap I've ever been to in my life because it's sun Valley. So there's just like everything you want to pay, do you want to pay pennies on the dollar for anything you could have ever dreamed of. And you're like, yes,
0: I think I might CGI. buy it all and burn it.
1: Yeah. Good. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so that's a fun one. That's on the 11th real quick. I'll just bang through a couple no, go more ahead. here. Um, Bozeman, Montana on the 13th uh, at Hoffbrow house. That one, that's in like a hundred square foot dive bar and we packed it wall to wall last year. And it's like a bar that's covered in stickers already. So he just covered it over again in telly stickers. So that'll be sweet. Um, there'll be some, some legends probably at the Bozeman one. We might see folks such as telly Maddie or big sky telly maybe, or definitely my boy dangerously stoked Chris. Uh, and then from there, we're going to Missoula on the 14th Missoula telemark club. University of Montana. Those guys go pretty hard. They're a fun crew. Uh, And then the next day we'll be in Washington. We're coming to Seattle, just north of Seattle in Woodinville. uh, 20 Corners Brewing uh, with my team, uh, Rise of Telemark. Uh, So we're organizing and hosting that one. I'll hop off the tour at that point. I got to do the rental shop orientation that next weekend. But then he's continuing down to the Bend area, out to Driggs, they're gonna fly out to Minnesota and fly out to Vermont again. So it's all telecalo.ski. Go check out the film tour. If you wanna host a tour stop, hit up CJ. He can get you licensing on the film and you can show it off to your friends. But so they had, I mean, we were like on tour last year and there was one going on, I think, in Sweden, maybe or Norway. They were showing the films, and we we're like, that's pretty sweet. We're just hanging out in Sun Valley. So <laughs> Yeah, their show, the movie is This is Telemark. It's a full-length film produced by Telemark Colorado, directed by C.J. Kosia, uh, starring, I think, Greg Yearsley, Taylor Hannum, Elijah Vargas, uh, Gunnar Slotenschnow, um, Sylvia Knowson, She's Badass uh yeah so i'm really stoked for it i actually haven't seen the film this is how it was last year i flew out to salt lake city and like hadn't like i don't produce any of it like i'm not really a part i'm there to like kind of run the merch table and be a hype man and take instagram videos and stuff uh yeah i got a part of it because i kind of just pestered cj last year to show one of my films on the film tour Uh, very on brand for telegraph I was like you should really show this film on the film tour and he was like what are you talking about so he got it to him he was like I don't like the music on it I was like you gotta show it I'll come and then I kind of I think invited myself a little bit and then it went it was so fun last year I (laughs) felt helpful uh we showed so we showed the movie that we showed uh is called a timberline tale and we filmed it over three days when me and my buddy just showed up to just do our spring skiing at Timberline and they got fifty six inches of snow or something over the three days that we were there. And it's the flat if you've ever been to Timberline, it's the flattest ski resort I've never on been the there. West Coast. Yeah, it's like a volcano, right? So like at the tip top it's steep, but that's not open in the winter. That's all the summer stuff. So you're just at the bottom of volcano. It's like <laughs> it's incredibly low Perfect angle. time for powder. Um, so yeah it's called it's called low angle a Timberline tail. Uh, And it's very silly. There's a lot of slow-mo, like, single-turn pow slashes, and it's, like, over-the-top with rock and roll music. It's a funny one. And then we would show that film and then go directly into Orange, which is the, like, all-human-powered Silverton, Colorado drone shots, like, big (laughs) mountain free ride. (laughs) So would be like, and now for something completely different.
0: And scene.
1: And scene. So, yeah, I'm excited this year. I'm super stoked for the film. I'm super stoked. It's really fun at these events. A lot of teleskiers don't know each other, so it's fun to bring people together and be like, raise your hand if you ski at this mountain. Great. Go talk to each other after the show and ski together. Like, For the most part, a lot of tele people want to ski with other skiers. generally in my experience.
0: I would say that's true for the most part. I'm the, I'm the i was the yeah, asterisk yeah. that's why i got out i had to get out it's too much
1: too friendly this
0: is uh not to talk for cj here but let's give him a little promo here this is the first this is his first oh, like premiere did
1: out or did I, cut out? I don't know
0: i can hear you are you good
1: yeah you chop for a second there you're good now
0: i don't know i feel good
1: yeah you're good. that's why yeah, we record you know? locally
0: so it'll be fine it'll be fine uh, this okay. is CJ's first full-length telefilm, right?
1: full-length, yeah.
0: Can we expect you in it?
1: Maybe. You don't even know. He has a footage. He has footage of me, but it's not from last season. I skied them two years ago. I didn't get to skied them last year.
0: I mean, I told them publicly: if I'm not in it, it's a mistake.
1: Yeah, I think it looks to me from at least the trailer and from some of the clips and stuff, I've seen it. It's like the idea is to be focused on the community. I, I, think. I am like, community. Exactly. You're I mean, good. <laughs> like all press is good press. You know, that's kind of what I feel. I mean, those memes are getting hits. Like,
0: yeah. Yeah. I mean, there is some, we can swerve here and I will put some truth to that. Like, obviously it's me tipping my hat, but like I will go out on a limb and say, no one is having more telemark conversations on the internet than me right now. Like
1: Definitely
0: not. no one's memes bad or not are getting 1200 shares and people talking about telemark skiing people and people slide skiing. into my DMS and I talk to them about telemark skiing and like, love me or hate me. I know how to telemark skier. I'm not the best telemark skier on the planet but I know how to do it. I know all about the equipment. I can tell you where to get it, how to get it, what to buy, why to buy it, who to buy it from. So, like, that's my statement to every hater on me with Telemark. Like, I can do it. I know how to do it. I support this dumb little industry as much as I can. And right now, this is me doing my part more than anything.
1: And I think, yeah, I think there's a lot, lot like, It's good to see this media, this professional quality media being produced. Not by me, not by you, but by people like CJ. I mean, he's got a crazy camera rig. Like, he's not just, like, shooting on GoPros and stuff anymore. Like, he's a serious videographer. He's hiring serious videographers. And then he's in the lab producing it all. And, I mean, it. Oh, the the time. The time that goes into it, I mean, pulling long days editing, I mean, that reel that I made so I can get on the Steel home team, my most recent one, (laughs) that took me, like, over two hours to make of, like, switching pano to, like, up and down. And, like, yeah, it's, video editing's tough, man. And to make it come out looking like a TGR movie or a matchstick production film, like a, yeah, this is a feature-length, cinema quality telemark skiing film with people from all over the country skiing in it and all sorts of conditions doing all sorts of tomfoolery. I can tease like, Oh, I think, I don't know if I can tease that. Let me see if he's posted anything.
0: <laughs> no teasers. I don't want to have well, to edit I this.
1: I didn't like run all, I I have had such a small part in I have no, had no part in producing this movie that I don't, I know a little bit of what's going on.
0: Like I said, you are the voice of telemark right now. You represent. Yeah, it, I don't, so. I'm
1: not. I don't want to speak too you much. You don't have to leak
0: nothing, but it it is there's really.
1: Gonna be, there's going to be for the telemark industry. You can say all the big names will be in the movie.
0: Yeah. How's that? And it's. It's going to be. Exci- it's exciting to see like an actual full length film that's produced because uh, really it hasn't been done since like Josh did it.
1: Yeah. And, and that, that was 15 years ago. I mean, 10 years. Social media, basically. I think like, eight9 Like,
0: yeah. Like it was, my time,
1: yeah. For it, sure.
0: I mean, I remember Josh coming into Ellicottville and like premiering the movies, right. uh, but like it a hasn't been done. In, it hasn't been done in that long. And then no. this is, I guess, a segue. Why do you think no brand? will say level one matchstick. Uh, TGR, why don't they touch Telemark?
1: I think we're right. I think we're right there. I think it's like getting to the point where I think it, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's just like they don't, they don't like the product, they don't have any interest in the companies that sell the product and the sponsorship dollars are just on a different. Line item budget with a couple extra zeros behind them. Like it's just. Uh, I think we're getting there. I think some of the stuff that like like I think Ty Dayberry skiing could be in any number of those movies. Big mountain for sure. Off of cliffs, stomping into powder on telemark equipment. I think Elijah Vargas and Greg Yearsley, their urban skiing, like they could definitely be on an O three P team or like something of that level and getting on those major screens i think it's a stylistic thing and i might just live in the echo chamber of telly but i do actually see it coming back a little bit i think people are interested and the more that people see it i think the more people will be like dang that's pretty styly like that's pretty interesting Like, i want to see more of that yeah i, I don't know though I, w- I mean i wonder when the last time somebody was on telly in a matchsticks or TGR movie, because I'm sure in the late nineties, early two thousands, people were
0: maybe, but I mean, Warren Miller for sure. Warren Miller, they did it, but they were like, this is the sport of telemark. Like, you know, they do like the, like the old, but Warren Miller, that's what they did. They did snowboarding and skiing and telemark. And he would like, you know, he'd do his voice and it was like, Right. Like the there good old days of cross-country me. skiing meets downhill action.
1: Which <laughs> like, is, I think it's sick that CJ grabbed all those bits out of, for the movie. Yeah, that's, It's I think it's that's it's a awesome. Play on it's
0: super ball. cool, but it's it's neat because it needs to evolve, and I think CJ's doing a really good job evolving it. And I think anyone listening who knows CJ or doesn't know CJ or knows at telecolo or Kalo, whatever you want to say, yes. CJ's not getting paid, guys. He's not making no. money. If he's selling merch, he might break even. But like I'm yeah. saying this like he made an hour long film because he wanted to. So like show up, see if, if you have a good Telecrew crew in your town, email them I don't know if the movie costs to get, I can't speak for that. If it does, it's not going to be a lot of money. Show the film, have a gathering of friends. This shit matters. Yeah. Like if you want, yeah. again, I am your anti and that's fine. But like, if you want this sport to succeed and continue, this is it. You got to buy the products. You got to try the stuff. You have to support the people who are trying to do it because it's, it's, It can't do this forever. If Scarpa puts this boot out and it fails, it's over.
1: It is is a scary thought that I was thinking about. I mean, luckily, there is FIS Telemark. So, like, in Europe, I think it's much more its future is secure. But, yeah, if Scarpa stops selling boots, they're going to stop importing the bindings. And so then... Maybe Crispy still ships boots to this continent, but then otherwise we're producing,
0: <laughs> right?
1: We're producing bindings domestically, and nobody can get boots on this continent. Like, it's, it there is a scary like, one day it might really be the like, oh, you're the weird old Teleskier dudes. Like that doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, what are it,
0: you doing? it I mean, it it's rare now. I mean, you it get pockets, out, you get it, certain ski resorts where it's just like booming. There's
1: pockets, but like, I mean, we got a good crew where I'm at, but like, there's a
0: huge yeah. crew in Ellicottville. I mean, massive.
1: Right. I mean, we, Right. it's nobody's buying new gear though. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. If you've got a crew and even if you don't have a crew, start a Facebook group for your local resort and invite two teleskiers and have them. I mean, I did that at Stevens and now I got a couple hundred people in there and people are like no to post when they're coming up to ski with other tele skiers. But yeah, license the film. I mean, I can't speak to how much it costs. If it, co- I mean, I don't know how much it costs. Couldn't be more than a couple cases of beer, which you're probably going to want at a gathering to watch a film anyway. So why not get both play the tele movie? Uh, yeah. And get people stoked on it. I mean, it's share it with your friends when it comes out. It's, it's going to be sweet. I don't know. Yeah. I'm stoked. I'm really stoked. It gets kind of funny watching the same movies for oh, 14 days in a row. It's the worst. Like pretty, it's pretty wild. And like having the same conversations and being like, hold on, stop talking to me. Watch. There's a sick hit coming up. And then just like, boom, sick hit. Yeah. It's, it's... A funny. I never in a million years would have thought that I'd be like on a film tour. It feels funny to say because it's like at breweries and not at theaters, but like.
0: Yeah. But what's the difference if people are gathering and having a good time and sharing like it's it's a film tour. I mean, I went I used to tour with punk bands and we'd play for like tons of people. We'd play for like six, you know, and I would just sell merch. I was you. I was just like I, I posted on Twitter. This was I mean, I'm old. This was probably 15 years ago. Like Twitter was like new. And I was like, hey, I need to tour with a band this summer next day I got a tweet that was like we're leaving for a tour tomorrow I was in an RV that day and I was gone and like but like it's the same thing and the, you know the singer like it's always a little different but he's like you know he sings the song and then he's like this is the best mm-hmm. crowd ever and you're like hey, here's this cue and like you do different things but it's the same and it's so cool yeah. and it's so rad and I love that you bullied your way into it uh, maybe bullies the wrong term but it's cool because it's just like you willed it into submission, and that's
1: manifested it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the term. That's the proper term we use now. It's manifested. Manifest. But it's it's neat because that's how life works, and yeah. like that. And I mean, if we really want to get corny, it all came from like this dumb thing that is sliding down snow, whether it be snowboarding, yeah. skiing, in a
1: silly competition to do it in the most ridiculous ways possible.
0: I'm winning it this year. If they're doing it, I'm yeah. winning it.
1: He's doing. It. I'm sure he's doing it. Yeah, Kings and Queens of the heel plug. I mean, they lowered the entry time to 10 minutes because there's more and more submissions every year, and there's still like it's a contest between 10 teams. Maybe like get your team in there and make a silly video, and he's, he'll send you a prize pack. It's awesome.
0: I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. Is there a trophy? A,
1: I did a minimum point entry this year. Me and my buddy. We did it. You needed 500 point minimum point entry, and we did it.
0: No, and if I'm doing it, I'm online. winning. I have to win again. I have to build this sport to destroy it. So, like, I have to get it to the top. I have to climb to the top. And then I have to, my speech will be like, be like winning a Red Bull competition and then being like, drink water. Like, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm
1: at. <laughs> what the hell with Red Bull, dude? God damn it.
0: Oh, God.
1: Well, just to sell energy drinks. I don't. So. How does it work you're in the industry red bull pays gives you to wings to support the competition or is the competition proceeds going to red bull
0: <clears throat> no they're the title sponsor
1: they're the title sponsor so they're throwing the cash down to get all this stuff
0: yeah like if we're talking if we're talking like red bull formation and rampage which is the hot button right now you know they they have organizers. They have like Red Bull event crew probably isn't putting that on. Uh, they're a title sponsor, just like probably. I don't know. You watch football and it's like the Budweiser football dome game. Right. Like they're they not. Just want their name on it. Yeah, and like they're part of it, and they've you know. There's a lot to that machine. Like it's really easy. In the last two episodes, we've talked a lot of shit about it, so I don't want to yeah. now. But like you know, Michaela made a really good point. Like it's, there's so many moving gears. It's not just like, Oh, we're going to have women tomorrow. Like they need to. And like, my whole thing is how have you not one known that Two, made a statement, say something like we, we screwed up. We recognize it. uh, We are working on something. They've just went silent.
1: I I have, I have a background in logistics and like, that's kind of what I do for the government in the summers. And like my next career job, I would love to work for one of these huge companies doing logistics support and like building these events and moving all the parts. And it's a million parts and pieces. Yeah. it's It's insane. It's insane. And there's so many personnel that go into supporting these events, like just bringing in a workforce for something like that. It's insane. And yeah, I think, yeah, they could probably find a way to squeeze ladies in this year, but it's like a little bit, I think too little, too late. And the logistical chaos that goes into doing that, like it's not really fair necessarily to the people who are putting it on. Like,
0: yeah, it's,
1: say, Oh, we fucked up. It just shouldn't have honest, got but here. We're going to make like, it your problem. Like,
0: like why are we like, still fighting for a seat at the table? Like that's what it boils great. down to. Um It's insane to me. And I, you know, I, there's two ways to look like it's not my fight i'm not female but like i have friends that are athletes that are female that are good enough to be there and like i have some type of voice so i need to say something and i think they heard it and i think you know i i don't think obviously it's not going to change in a week here i think it's next week but like all we can do is support those athletes. I mean, that's what this whole everything like. It's just support, like support telemark, support female athletes, support athletes. You like support brands. You like, cause like they're going to be gone. If that doesn't like, that's it. That's really simple.
1: It's crazy too. Just the point of like, you look at any marketing and it's, all still just like the core tenant is sex sells and we need women and all of our gear to sell to the men marketplace. And you're like, where do you just then make the cut that you're like, but not the athlete.
0: Yeah. No, just
1: not the, the models. Athletes. Not yet. But like, that's it's like, what, where, what? I don't know. I don't know. But that's everything.
0: Um, I mean, they all like every ski resort marketing is like some, Thirty-year-old dude like hucking a cliff when like the number one people that spend money are families.
1: Hundred percent. Like you and Which,
0: I going to on a ski vacation does not affect them.
1: No, I like, don't make any money. I, like I'm stealing. I'm stealing don't.
0: ketchup packets and I'm stealing saltines. And I'm
1: only like, drinking beer in the parking lot and like, eating hot
0: dogs. So like, like, why are we being marketed to?
1: I don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. And you know what else irks me a little What grinds your
0: gears, Tally Craw?
1: Grind my gears a little bit. What irks me is ski resort marketing managers that aren't on the mountain every single day.
0: Yeah, I think...
1: That's a role that I don't think you can do that hybrid. But you I can maybe do it hybrid. I don't think you can do that fully remote.
0: I, I mean, will rebuttal remote. that. It's not their fault. It's... They... It's whoever they're higher up thinks they need to be in the office. And that's the miss.
1: Well, I just, I think the office should be at the resort on the mountain.
0: I agree with you a hundred percent, but like a lot of the marketing managers that I know want to be out and are like, I need to be out there to do my job. But instead they're like, they just, they can't. And if they don't, because they're not allowed to, because they're just skiing and you're like, no, I'm, I'm, Like I'm paying attention to what's happening at my resort and that's how you do your job. But I do think it's at least from the people that I know, it's, they would be on the mountain if they could, (laughs) like it's, it's, I agree with you 100%, but I think a lot of the time it's outside looking in and I'm like, dude, why aren't you out here? Like why, like you should know that these things are happening I shouldn't be sending you pictures. Like, you should see it. Like, when you're right, li- you know. lifties are just like, and this is
1: lifties are getting reposted for mountain condition updates every day. And it's right. Like, or, like, it's not the lifties' job to post on their Instagram story so that you guys have content to post. Like, we well, have exactly. a content generation team,
0: but they're trapped, they're stuck. Right. I mean, that's a whole nother podcast of just like the machine.
1: Right. right And again,
0: and there's two sides, right? Like it takes a lot to run a resort. It's a ton of work that like we can look at
1: cohesive marketing strategy is like people go to get very advanced degrees in these marketing strategies that the layman (laughs) like we us just cannot comprehend. Like they're pushing long timeline products and messaging and things that like Yeah, have really nothing to do with the daily conditions and if it's sunny out or not. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, What else we got on this list here? Uh, You watch John Boy? I think John Boy's hilarious. I don't know
0: what that is.
1: You don't know what that is? No. So I don't like, I don't follow sports really, not much at all really, but I follow John Boy. He does like all the lip readings. So, like, when people get ejected from baseball games, he'll, like, slow it down. And he, he like, is incredibly accurate. He can, like, read the lips of the coaches and the umpires screaming at each other. And then he just play-by-plays the entire thing. It's hilarious. And he, like, does a lot of cricket coverage and, like, will do breakdowns on, like, women's national championship water polo. Like, just obscure sports that's, like, you didn't need to see this highlight reel, but you follow me, so check out this highlight reel. It's worth a follow
0: all right they john.
1: don't need my plug they have like 50 million that's fine
0: people. that's fine Shout out john boy
1: how's uh, foiling
0: dude i have a bruise i don't know if you can see it oh, i got like i'm half blocked here but like oh, my yeah. leg is fucking bruised from foiling uh foiling is insane it's have you ever foiled
1: no and i'm more familiar with it on the sailboat racing side of things same follow, like that also saying that stuff, which is insane. That's a whole different, podcast. I you worked, should get one of those people on.
0: They're just, they don't interview they're too, well. They're too no. like they're sailors and they, um, I worked for sale GP for a little bit. So, I'm Oh, very I'm familiar. Sail GP. Very familiar with the sport. Uh, foiling is they're like the most violent delicate thing that you can do. It and looks like, like it. It's really cool. Cause once you're up on foil, it's like silent and you're not in the mm-hmm. chop, you're not in the shit. You're like, but it's very delicate and they, they make so much power. Uh, and it's, it's going to be cool. Like Mark Abner just posted, uh, he was on an electric boat that goes up on a foil. Cause once you're on a foil, there's like no drag
1: no friction.
0: So like, yeah. that's just going to be like the future of everything. So that part's yeah. cool. Um, you know, I don't want to get into my electric spiel because I do that often. But like, it is really yeah, neat, I don't... and like foiling is just like the most. If anyone has an opportunity to foil, go try it because it is. It's like anything, learning a new sport, but it's like the most. Everything's fine till it's not, which is very telling. You're doing
1: it like a full body workout, but oh yeah, very-
0: well you have a truck pulling you out of the water. Like it- everyone's like, you know, if you learn to wakeboard or water ski or yeah. like, everyone's like. Well, I'm going to I stand up and I'm like, dude, you have a Ford Raptor because that's the motor that's in most of them. It's like a five, seven, I think. But what? but like you have a V8 that is going to rip you out of the water. Like, yeah. So you just got to get this board up on plane and it'll go. You're, but yeah, like it is you up. feel it. It's got so much like the, I mean, imagine being laying down in the water and then suddenly being on top of it, like how much force <laughs> that takes.
1: it's it's crazy Uh,
0: but foiling is like yeah it's the dumbest most graceful scary and like the thing moves without you so like that's why my leg is all bruised because like they say keeps going it keeps going so they say like if you fall off hold like if you're going down hold the rope which is like you're generally like you just let go immediately say hold the rope so it pulls you away like hang on longer so it like like you we'll get like shot out. Away. but like oh. it is violent and it is like it's insane i don't know i'm not good at it i'm really no uh but it is like i don't know it's alien technology is what it is dude like it just magically floats on top of the water and you just skirt by silently uh, yeah yeah it's so bizarre what does mom shout out spread telly
1: uh, I got my mom on telly last year. She got her knee replaced last spring, and yeah, went into the ski season being like, "Crawford, give me a telly setup. I want to get my knee strong by Telemark ski." So she got out. She probably got out a dozen plus days on the tellies last year. She, I mean, she alpine skis mainly, but. She was on it, she felt stable. Her boyfriend's like huge and she's like small and delicate and he just could not figure out the telly <laughs> and was just like trying to need a ski and like power edge and like carve and stuff and like wasn't sliding his turns. And just my mom's just chill. like dancing yeah. her way down, just like, this is fun. Hit the so, fall yeah, line. Shout out, shout out my mom. I'm very blessed she lives near where I live and skis at Stevens Pass. She used to work there as well. So I get to ski a lot with my mom it's really fun skiing powder days with my mom
0: yeah Absolutely. that rules that rules 100
1: i'm super super privileged to have that be my reality it's awesome you're du- i love skiing with my dad too my dad's such an old school skier he's, he's so in colorado funny. right he uh, he's from colorado he lives in north carolina but he goes and skis colorado every year and he's just like at 8 30 in the lift line first chair power groomer laps until 11 a.m beer at lunch probably won't go back out after lunch <laughs> too big a crowd just like i'm not here to wait in lift lines he likes skiing veil he'll ski veil until you just find the shortest lift line on the mountain because there's like 36 chairs so you can yeah. just go find a groomer run that nobody else is on he's like all right let's just hot lap this about 15 <laughs> times and then we'll uh go get lunch <laughs> sick dude oh <laughs> my god doing so fast I'm and gonna... he thinks the whole telly thing he's like you dude, what are you doing it is ridiculous
0: yeah, I mean, what? It's such an easy thing to be like, ah, but whatever. I don't care as long as you're having fun and you're not bothering me. I'm in. Like, nice you know, snowboard. Like, great. <laughs> Snowboarding stupid too. Skiing stupid. Like. It's oh, you spend fifteen hundred dollars to like slide down the hill, like oh these boots are eleven $1, hundred dollars, and I still suck. Like cool. you're gonna go buy
1: a lift ticket for two hundred and seventy-five dollars. So
0: whatever, I get it, it's but it's all it's all stupid. It's, it's fine. Dumb. It's fine. Everything's fine. What is this? You're doing spoiler alerts wrong. How does Telecraw yeah, do spoiler alerts?
1: Dude. You're no, like you were fundamentally missing the point of a spoiler alert, Adam. And you run a podcast that people listen to when they're just driving oh, down the street. It's just me, yeah. I have feedback for you, Adam. Oh, hey, let voice. me pause
0: this. Be no, go ahead, go ahead.
1: You straight up were giving Barbie spoilers, and then you would finish your thought with spoiler alert. Yeah, I don't Adam, care. You know I have to say, spoiler alert. So Ken goes to the thing, and then Ken comes back from the thing. I haven't seen Barbie, dude. You've ruined the entire thing.
0: I don't even know what I said.
1: And at the end, you just said, spoiler alert. Damn. You gave the whole spoiler, and then at the end, you say <laughs> spoiler alert. That's- I love this. You can't do that, dude. All
0: right, let me practice. Let me practice. Telemark skiing is dumb spoiler alert
1: no you gotta say spoiler <laughs> alert tell scene is dumb it's like the borat you don't know how to make a not, joke. not uh,
0: nah. oh i That's love that i did that okay this is directly yeah, about you did
1: me it twice in one episode you did it twice back to back in one episode with different barbie spoilers that you followed up with oh by the way spoiler alert
0: well the titanic sinks in the movie spoiler alert
1: I haven't seen that one either. I assumed as such, though.
0: Well, <laughs> The Passion of Christ. I don't want to tell you what happened. They
1: made us watch that. And when I went to Catholic school in first grade, they made us watch The Passion of Christ. Isn't that crazy? Well, I haven't seen it since
0: then. He and dies like, at don't the end. I want to watch it. Spoiler yeah, alert. Yeah, I think it's, spoiler, spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: it's pretty rough along the way, too. Wow,
0: uh, I can't believe I did that. That's amazing. I'm actually proud of that.
1: Amazing. I'm surprised nobody slid into your DM. I ruined like, hey, Barbie for you. Barbie. Yeah, you totally ruined Barbie. I don't
0: even for me. know what's a ruin on Barbie. It's about plastic dolls. I don't know. Spoiler there's
1: alert. There's a message, I think. <laughs> spoiler
0: alert. There's no scissoring in the movie, which is not a proper representation of how anyone used Barbies. Because everyone who owned a Barbie scissored them.
1: Spoiler alert. I
0: said spoiler alert first.
1: Yeah, you did. Hold on one sec.
0: It needs a Team America theme in there. Oh
1: my god.
0: Telecrawl just left this conversation. He just walked away.
1: I had to get a, to get a beverage. It's noon. Dang. My it's
0: 312.
1: Hand selected the koozie.
0: Dang. I tell you because I hate you. Shout out Baby. Bishop Bindings.
1: Shout out Bishop Bindings. Uh you want to talk about proteals? <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. What do you want to talk about? I don't... Go ahead. Back in...
1: I worked at REI in 2014, I think. Okay. Almost 10 years. I mean, REI, I think, kind of is always the, like, golden unicorn of pro deals of, like, you're just going to get the best deals if you work at REI. Right. So, I think I'm a little bit spoiled. I think the deals on Expert Voice just aren't deals.
0: They... Used to like be. you
1: can find last year's product on sale online for the exact same price, if not cheaper than anything, plus a twenty dollars service fee, a twenty dollars vendor fee, and forty dollars shipping. Yes,
0: like- uh, for anyone who doesn't know, uh, people within the industry get a login to a website called Expert Voice that I don't think we're supposed to talk about, but they give us pro Which deals because we're in the industry. I but guess yeah. We get paid a dollar, but we get discounts on our gear. That's the pro deal. That's the idea of it, is that we are in the industry, so we don't make any money.
1: And they want us in their gear right? because we work with customers.
0: But COVID just jammed everything up. I mean, mountain COVID bikes did. were, like, through Dude, the roof, no. and now you can, like, get a pro deal on a mountain bike again. So I think they'll come back. I mean, the whole idea is to move product, but they didn't have any – it's a marketing play, and they didn't yeah, have they didn't any have issue – to move moving product and they didn't have any product to move. So why would they give us deals?
1: That's right. And with some companies, some companies have a better margin on pro deals than for sure. Wholesale because it's direct to consumer. I don't, I don't know. I, I knew I had on the list, every pro deal you get, the number one rule is always don't talk about this pro deal. And I just think that's in and of itself a little bit silly because we're going to talk about your,
0: gear yeah but if you're like in the industry i get it it's just that's how it works right like if i don't know you have a car salesman friend he like hooks you up he doesn't want you to tell that you hooked up like that you hooked him up that's fair. because they need to sell them at retail so it's just it's I, I get it but they make a whole thing out of it i gotta this is uh, this is my flex if
1: I get off expert voice for this i will whatever
0: this okay. is my, fl- why wow, the deals aren't that good? You already said it. You hate expert voice. Tally Craw hates expert voice. That's the but name I of this. I love online
1: shopping. <laughs> I work a desk job.
0: <laughs> I got a pro deal on my appliances. No way. Yes. It is like a legit login like to a pro deal website. With my appliances, and you have to like to click. Get a
1: Better refrigerator.
0: Yeah, it's all. I can't say the brand. I can't. Like, I'm not allowed to tell. Brand. But like, it's
1: because you're a podcast host.
0: No, I can't I, even yeah. tell you how I got it. I don't know. Okay. I got a pro deal on refrigerator, washing <laughs> mm-hmm. machines, the whole the whole kit and caboodle. But it's like, don't tell anyone about this pricing. Don't do this and don't do this. I'm like, I'm gonna tell everyone i got a pro deal on this stuff it's amazing this is like they've never had a cooler flex in my life like i've gotten free goggles free skis free jackets like very fortunate in this industry i I got a discount on a fridge that's the ultimate pro deal the only thing that would beat that is if bronco gave me a bronco
1: right which i mean I would rip the roof off. This is a good segue into my like influencers slash ambassadors slash. Hit, Hit me
0: with it. How do you feel about it?
1: I think there's so many tiers. Like listening to like Malu's episode, like Malu's a brand. Like she is her own product and gets to travel the world creating content and definitely needs cold, hard cash to like make that happen. right? And she a little bit was kind of like, I don't think brands should just be giving product for content like that's devaluing the industry, which I totally agree with that. There's also tiers to this where like, Steel home team, sign me up. I submitted a reel, I want your gear. I'm more than happy to talk to people about it. I have no, I gotta get you Instagram posts and whatever you do with that is whatever you do with it. That's the end of our relationship basically. Well, that you know, works for me. It's mutually beneficial still. But I'm like not I don't know what I am. Like I don't know what I would call myself. Like an an ambassador kind of, but not really formally for any companies currently, really.
0: Yeah, it is weird. And I you know, tell And then
1: you've got professional uh, athletes like Brooklyn with the Subaru sponsorship. Like there's so many tiers to this industry and it's all The brands make every individual negotiate. There's no rule book to this. There's no textbook. There's no like how to get into these positions really. I I think about it kind of a lot sometimes. I don't know where I'm at, where I sit.
0: Yeah, it's it's super hard. And like I'm at best an Andy Dick of the industry or like a Kathy Griffin, right? Like I am like bottom, bottom level.
1: But you networked like, your way into a. Well, and podium.
0: we we have a you know we have an audience, and we 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 do this every week, and we have so like
1: you're running a business. It's like, a business. You know, it's a thing. Like it's out a fisher. It's I really a, want to see some fishers. They're this so year.
0: good. Like genuinely, they're like actually I'm good. Really,
1: I've heard it, only good things. It's anyway.
0: insane. But like it, it's hard. It's really and like the free. Like I skied on. I, I skied for LibTech. I skied for Blizzard. They didn't pay me. I didn't get a dime. But I also right. didn't have the reach that I have now. And right. like how much... Like I had reach, but it was in my small little bubble. So like at that time, you sending me two free pairs of skis that I didn't have to buy was well worth it. And like right. I didn't, you know, LibTechs. Like people are like, I, I love... That Wonder level. Stick is so good. I don't get paid yeah. to say that. I don't get... The LibTech Tech Wonder Stick, I would ski that ski any day. So much fun. So good. Like, so that's cool. That's a great relationship. Like, I wasn't skiing on anything I didn't like. The Blizzard Rustlers, like, that whole series rips. It worked. And then, like, as I grew and as my voice grew, like, totally. we built a you know, Jabber, the, the head wizard of all this, like, built a really great relationship with Fisher And it was really weird getting me into the mix. And then I skied them and I'm like, holy shit, this stuff is good. And like, yeah, like they are the title sponsor of this podcast. But like, they're good. The stuff is like Fisher 10 years ago versus Fisher now. Totally different skis.
1: Fisher 10 years ago, I
0: couldn't ski them. They were good skis, but you had to be a pro because they were so race E, stiff. even the free ridey ones were like i'm like i can't yeah, i had to try too hard to ski them and now they're still like you know that's always the comparison is like now i'm like they're soft they're not noodles i can just flex them they're stiff where they need yeah. to be stiff and they're soft where they need to be soft and like i can go as a 37 year old blown out skier and like rip and like perfect that's a great relationship and and like, that's how it all works, but the tiers are insane. Like, I know people, I can't remember her name right now. I know a person who has maybe 6,000 followers. She had a free Bronco for a year. Like, her reach is way small, but it's very niche. She's got it. Yeah. Like, great.
1: And then, like, produces excellent content. Like, yeah. There's a whole, like, How many of these people went to school for marketing and graphic design and videography? It's crazy.
0: It's not quality. Is it's through? I mean, mean, team, and it's got to be nonstop. You have to put something out all the time, and like the
1: machine every day.
0: You know, Michaela Gano has a she gets a free Bronco, and everyone it's free. But it's like nothing's free. One,
1: no, she worked very hard for that.
0: It's 20 years in the industry computer. to get a free car, which like is sick, but also like the value of that car to Ford is let's say 30 something. And the Man. marketing dollars that they're getting out of Michaela posting every day, it's a no brainer. It's a no brainer for her. It's a no brainer for them. Like, but
1: when, win it's, how do you figure that out?
0: You know, Taylor Swift, Holy shit. Like if we could get Taylor to hold a telemark ski, the industry would be saved. It'd be saved, saved forever. I don't know who she's dating because I don't pay attention. The dude from the Chiefs, I don't know his name. But, like, his jersey sales are up 300%. 300%. I saw that. That Just is by her
1: being in the stadium that for games. game.
0: unbelievable. His podcast has, like, quadrupled. Like, he's number one on podcasts right now. Like, that influence is real. Influencers are real. Does Taylor Swift happen to be extremely talented? yes but like this shit is real logan paul hate him, love him, i don't care prime no one would be drinking that shit without the two of those idiots like influence is real
1: yeah I, it really is
0: it it works and it's a whole new
1: fortunately i chose a very niche community to be influencing for
0: yes <laughs> like you're, there's no money in there. So like, no, hopefully you get no a six money. pack of beers. So that's what you can go for.
1: If I can get, yeah, it's nice. And I like the thing is, I enjoy producing content, even if it's way harder than it should be. I have on that list. Why is Instagram such a horrible app to edit on? I uh, I don't have a MacBook or any Apple products. Just so use like CapCut. What do you use?
0: CapCut.
1: CapCut. Yes. Yeah. Because Instagram is awful to produce. Oh, yeah, easy to use video editor. Okay, cool. Boom. You can use uh, it on your phone.
0: You can use it on your laptop. It's the wow. best. It's really easy. It's very really right. clean. And then when you use songs, just import, just use the song from Instagram. Don't yep. pre-put a song on it, which is harder right. for editing, but it's, it's...
1: Very tricky for editing. Um, uh, anywho, yeah, it's like I enjoy producing content. I like... Working with companies where I can be passionate about their product. I like. I've never. I don't sell garbage products. I want nothing to do with garbage products. Like working at REI, I sold the hell out of the REI membership because it makes sense to have it. And it's right. Twenty bucks for life. When I worked at Costco, I sold the executive membership. If you're going to make money back on that, it's just a numbers game. Buy it. If I'm running gear, it needs to be bomber i'm hard on it i ski 100 days a year i ski v- through trees very erratically and like close quarters like i want to be able to stand by the products that i'm representing even if i my reach is so small and like what is the company benefiting really from me i don't know they're getting some content but like yeah so i didn't i like stia will hopefully pick me up again this year and get me a kit and their stuff is bomber and it rains in washington state and i didn't get wet last year
0: yeah but that's what they get from you like it's it's more than you think so there is a fine line right of like i should be paid or i should do this for free or like don't pay it's but you know what i mean it's a really it's hard and it's like knowing your know your worth and your value and like but then there's also like I don't know. I'd be either pay a bunch of money for this stuff that I have to get, or I could just like do two posts and then I get it for free and like nothing's free. So I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard,
1: it's hard. It's a, it's a mind game that I get trapped in like all the time.
0: Yeah. I mean, we do it with the podcast. We like, you know, I'll reach out to a brand and they'll be like, Oh, well we'll give you product. And then I'm like, we don't really do stuff just for product. But then it's like, well, I kind of want that product. I'm gonna have to buy it exactly. anyway. So it's like, well, and then you like, but you have to draw a line. You're
1: like a mental game. Yeah. Well, we so I will a- give a shout out to the companies who have just straight up supported me, uh, shout out quiver killers. You know about quiver. Oh killers, yeah. Sure. I think every tele skier, you heard it from Telecrot, should be quiver killing their bindings, regardless of if you have intention to switch them between skis, it's just a stronger mounting point and it's better. And my boy, Rusty at quiver killers is, hell yeah dude what do you need (laughs) sick who else you got who else you got uh zevo optics they make uh goggles and sunglasses they're actually i think like pretty popular on the east coast x e v o um but the owner of the company is leavenworth based he skis at stevens pass i don't know why my gopro keeps turning on and off i was gonna try to use it as a better webcam but now it just has a mind of its own that's okay Uh, So shout out Zevo. Those guys are awesome. They, they hooked me up with, and they're really high quality goggles. They're made in like the exact same factories in Korea as Smith and everything. Um, And they're just a cheaper price point, high quality goggle, which I think if everything's being manufactured overseas and in these same factories, like why not just buy the cheaper version of the same quality product? So, and support a small business. I don't think, it would be great if I was fully decked out in Smith or whatever, but they don't need my plug. If you want to go buy a $300 pair of goggles, go buy them. But if you want them for a buck seventy five, hit up Zevo. Or I'm going to pull Mr. Adam X here. Maybe just slide into my DMs. Maybe I got some codes. Dang. Maybe I just want to spread a little love. I got some codes for you maybe. So Got all right, the me. codes. And Liquid IV, which is.
0: Dude, <laughs> so- tell me about this Liquid IV.
1: <laughs> give me the, okay. the picture. I can tell you about the Liquid IV because I know that they will never listen to this podcast. I'm sending it to them. Simply that. Uh, I'm going to send it to them. I'm going to tag them in it because I'm going to count this as one of my Instagram posts. Uh, <laughs> Liquid IV. So I got back from that road trip a few years ago and people were like, Crawford, how did you do it? Like you were skiing. I think I had skied every day on that road trip except for a handful of days where I just was like, I can't do it. And then I'm visiting friends, meeting new friends. And so we're like, let's go out every night afterwards. So I'm pulling these crazy long days and long nights and skiing so hard. And people are like, how did you do that Crawford? And I was like, well, (laughs) I did it with the help of liquid IV. And I had just gone to Costco and just loaded up on it before the trip. And I just drank liquid IV. Like I wouldn't really drink water on that trip. I would just only drink electrolytes and it it got me through so then i was like man i should hit them up and see like they're a massive company they'll never get my email you're just emailing info at like id like they don't i don't even know if they have a team or ambassadors or what so i like start following get clued in obviously they have a ton of workout people posting with their product all the time so they got me on the team they did it through this grin platform or whatever that you sent to your Instagram. So it auto tracks the tags and stuff. And that was sweet. And that was cool. It was like, as long as I tagged them three or four times a month, I think then I would get 30 sticks of liquid IV a month, which was like perfect. Sweet. (laughs) And it was totally a joke. And then it worked and it was awesome. And I ran that pretty much all of last year. And then they switched off the grin platform this year onto this mogul platform, M O G L which is just entirely based for college athletes now that they can get paid through NCAA rule changes. And like they have to disclose their payments and like have paper trail back to their universities. I'm not a college athlete. My college that I graduated from, it wasn't even in their system. <laughs> <laughs> so I like picked the newest, closest college that was in the system to where I live and like signed up through that. But it's just like it's a horrible system now. I have to upload screenshots of all my posts to it. So it, if you're electro, an electrolyte company and will want uh, somebody to push your product, reach out. I'm more than happy to jump ship because it just I don't. It's just way too convoluted of a system that was so streamlined, and now it's just yeah, nothing in life is free, dude. Like the content, even if I'm just posting me boomeranging it into my water bottle. I have to download that, go into something else, (laughs) re-upload it onto a site, click 16 things, disclose it to my university admissions office, which.
0: Which you don't have.
1: Which uh, somebody at Eastern Washington is getting an email every month saying that Telly is getting liquid IV and he's (laughs) he's I love this. So they've come, I mean, they've come through, but like, like I said, like I'm more looking to have a relationship with brands and like talk to somebody and like, like I hit them up and said, Hey, this film tour is coming up. Can I get some product for giveaways, for swag, for us to have? Like, what's up? And they were just like, auto response, please email liquid info at liquid IV. And then it goes Dang.
0: So we're firing liquid Ivy. Like, liquid IV's out.
1: I mean Unless they yeah, want to be I'm, in. I missed I missed my due dates, I think, at the end of September because the whole thing's so convoluted that I just didn't make my due dates i don't know and i probably posted and tagged them but i just didn't download screenshot save and re-upload it and it's like
0: how do we support telecraw
1: i don't know <laughs> and it's a little bit funny because they're very clear in their messaging now that none of the messaging it is not a hangover cure it is not an fda cure for anything no it's don't a cure for everything. It when you're out drinking like don't make cocktails with it you're like okay i get it it's a athletic rehydration stuff. So they, and I am hashtag liv athlete baby.
0: So they looked at your Instagram posts and were like, "Don't do any of this."
1: Somebody somewhere probably didn't look just at mine, but
0: <laughs> who is this telecrawl guy? That's what they're looking at right
1: now. Is I did once. Like, I get there's a really rad dad and his like eleven year old daughter are. Super gnarly telly skiers at Stevens Pass. And he was out, he's a big supporter of the event and like comes out and volunteers with his daughter or whatever. And he was like, You guys got to get better about like putting out organizational updates and like letting the community know about this. And I was like, Oh, we got telecraw And he's like, Dude, it's n- not age appropriate. Like, <laughs> like I can't. Like, <laughs> like, I'm sure he went on his 11 year old daughter's Instagram and just like perma block banned me. Like, yeah, you can't like,
0: even and no it. more craw. Oh, God.
1: I, and I'm trying to – I'm definitely putting effort into cleaning that up. On the road trip, it was a little bit just like, whoa. You forget. You know, the tour. And, like, the tour will be a lot of hype about the tour to try to get people to come to the tour. But at the end of the day, like, you've been on tour, dude. Like, we got to load out at the, at the end it's of the night. It's a job. CJ, CJ brings his own full audio video setup and projector and speakers and all the – merch and all the skis it's and a items. job like it's a total job so like yeah it's good i'm gonna make it look crazier than it is
0: well yeah that's
1: um and people are always afterwards shout out everybody who comes and wants to go out with us afterwards like we're generally on our way to the hotel to like go to bed and wake up and drive the next day like i really appreciate that we want to go burn the town to the ground right now and i hope that all you telly skiers now in one group go and do that but uh yeah we're not
0: we're going to bed that's
1: (laughs) we're going to bed we Uh, were thinking about (laughs) we wanted to get two things with the film tour you mentioned it with the rv cj tried to do it last year to get uh they do like people with sprinter vans that are all built out you can like airbnb them for a few weeks or whatever so if anybody knows a company or has got a sprinter van that we can rent from you for a few days two weeks uh that'd be sweet uh we're also joking we're like dude we should try to get Domino's to sponsor the film tour (laughs) just in like two free pizzas per tour stop, and they'll be delivered to your hotel as soon as you leave the venue. Yeah, it's that would be the best. I don't I yeah. don't need money. We just, every every small town we go to has a Domino's, and it's midnight or one in the morning on, like, a Wednesday, and, just and we starving. need some food. They're just starving. We've had nothing but two hoppy IPAs all <laughs> night long, and it's just like, oh, God, I didn't even want... They don't even have tours like They don't draft here, dude. Jesus. <laughs> okay <laughs> dominoes hit me up
0: <laughs> okay I gotta ask them my my final question dead or alive if you could meet anybody who would it be and what meal would you cook for them oh god
1: I could meet anybody dead or alive cook a meal for them dude <laughs> i'm gonna go with what popped into my mind I, first what, obviously if this is a telemark episode i'm gonna say sandre nordheim and like we just jump off cliffs and stuff all day and then go eat whatever <laughs> traditional norwegian food they eat but that's dumb this isn't a tele episode this just involves this me. is just telecraw. Uh, dude i think i'd get dinner with barry old barry obama himself okay and <laughs> so hey, well i have some questions well i mean it? i want to know about the federation dude <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get to aliens in this yeah we didn't even talk to sure you i'm sure you have something to do i don't but i okay, do unfortunately okay.
0: but yeah. we can always do uh, part two as well
1: but can always do but yeah and i would make him i think the only thing that i i'm really proud i think i make a mean steak i'd cook him a hell of a steak
0: yeah that's rare, easy rare that i'm rare with rare
1: you on passelback potatoes Maybe a little asparagus Caesar salad.
0: I'm with you. Let's fill everyone in on the Federation before we go here. Real
1: quick. So the – what is it? MSNBC.com slash weird news. Yeah, something like like that.
0: that. Uh, (laughs) So
1: The chief – former chief of Israeli intelligence, arguably – I mean, if anybody knows a lot of things, I would argue the Israelis are pretty on the pulse in terms of global intelligence sort of operations. Anyway – The US presidents have been in on it for for some amount of time that there is a galactic federation of off earth beings, whatever they may be. Obviously, if there's a federation, there's gotta be multiple types of aliens, which obviously we're talking evolution here. We aren't gonna deny global warming and we aren't gonna deny evolution in, in this podcast. Evolutionary speaking, there's gotta be all sorts of different cultures and societies and they're aware of us and apparently they have made the U.S. government aware that once we get to the point of technologically being capable of being a part of the Federation, the offer is there.
0: Yeah, we are – humanity is not ready yet. Uh, the, and the but I fe-
1: mean, seriously, we are not.
0: No, and the Federation has asked, um, like, Trump – that's when this article was written, during Trump times. Apparently. Trump um, was very
1: aware
0: of this. He was aware, and they were like, please don't tell anybody. Don't
1: tell anybody.
0: Like we're like we are not we ready. ready
1: for it. No. We're nowhere near re- Like
0: Tom DeLong's been saying it the whole time, dude.
1: The whole time. That was my favorite clip after all those <laughs> Congress hearings was
0: I was fucking
1: right. Yeah,
0: like aliens have to exist i don't think anyone anyone who wants to argue that is like i don't know a Get flat on earth your show planet. who wants like, to
1: argue that mathematical improbability of there just being us
0: yeah it's they're wrong
1: and they're wrong
0: they're wrong telly <laughs> anyway, crawl
1: federation send me dude i i think it would be terrifying would you interview an alien you think
0: oh yeah why wouldn't i
1: my first thought was if you had to be in the same room as them, what if they like are really smelly or like ooze goo or something? So am I. You'd just be like, no, I just send them a Zoom link, dude. It's easy.
0: I smell as well. <laughs> like if you could smell me right now, full disclosure, like I did not put deodorant on for this conversation. But like no. it is funny sometimes. Like I interview Michaela, I'm like, I better put deodorant on. Why? Why? She can't smell. It's just what you do, dude. You get nervous.
1: Just smell a vision i was very nervous for this first podcast if anybody first podcast
0: ever telecraw um where can we follow you you're going to be on tour uh-huh. we know all those stops what's the best place be to tour. get a hold of you
1: the best place to get a hold of me is instagram at Telly underscore craw i'm sure you can just type in telecraw it'll come up that's the main spot i'm not on x i was in high school and that's and that x is never being revived there's like thirteen thousand tweets on there from high school yeah kill it like, delete it kill it um yeah telly on instagram feel free to slide into my dms uh yeah i talk to basically anybody about telemark skiing or anything so when you hear this tomorrow i'm i'm gonna be on a day off doing chores around my house so hit me up and distract me from chores talk telly with me talk anything i'd love to ski with all of you i'm Big shout out to those I've met and skied with that I just can't immediately remember your name on meeting you again. My bad. Uh, that'll happen. Uh, yeah, I'm on a team uh, called Rise of Telly. They're based out of the Seattle area. If you're in Washington State and need Telly gear, hit us up. We have a full NTN demo fleet. We're going to have LibTechs, Elon skis, Volley skis. And moment and ON3P, I think this year in our demo fleet. Hell yeah. So that's that's stacked. So if you want to try Telly in the Western Washington area, holler at us. That's just at Rise of Telly. And yeah, come check out the Telly film tour, ski for all that information. Yeah.
0: Telly the unofficial, official. Cult oh, and follow my guy
1: too. You gotta follow my guy at Cascade Telly. That's like my producer, editor, manager, my boy Brian Hitchens and his sister. They do a lot of the behind the scenes work for old Telecraw.
0: Love it. You have your own producer? I didn't have a producer.
1: He's not really my he's my C partner that holds <laughs> holds the GoPro whenever I ask him to. Telly Craw, you, uh,
0: thank you.